This episode of the New Hampshire Business Show is sponsored by Everlasting Capital. If you're a small business and you need money in a bank and won't give it to you, Everlasting Capital is here to help. In as quickly as a couple of days, you can have the funding your business needs for new equipment or anything else you can need the capital for. So submit your application today and see how they can help you out. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the New Hampshire Business Show. My name is Chris Pastrana, and today we are here with Angela Hall of Friar Tuck Design Company. How's it going? Not too bad. How are you doing, Chris? I am doing great. So let's jump into this. Tell us a little bit about you and what you do. All right. So I am the owner and interior designer of Friar Tuck Design Company. And the name of my company um, actually comes from my street name. And it goes a little bit deeper than that. So where I currently live is um, the house that I purchased almost three years ago. And it was really important to me to use Friar Tuck because before that I was living in apartment after apartment where I didn't have that opportunity to really put my personal touch or personal spin on wherever it was that I was living. So having this opportunity now, I'm able to do that. And I want to translate that to the clients that I work with and really put helping them to put their own personality and personal touch into their spaces. And I'm based out of Merrimack, New Hampshire, but I do work with clients virtually. And I am here with my husband, my 11-year-old son, and our dog. I like that a lot. So what I... <laughs> I, the reason I like small businesses so much is a lot of them have a very personal touch to them. And like mm-hmm. you said, you got your first house, so you named it as part of your business. And that's kind yep. of cool. That's unique about small businesses. And I like that. It's pretty fun. Thank so, you. <laughs> so let's see. So you have your dog, you have your son. Um, what did you do before your interior designer? Was this always what you've been It actually is not what I have always been doing. Um, I was actually working in higher education for about 10 years. I'm sorry. Um, (laughs) So I actually worked uh, most recently for Southern New Hampshire University. I worked for them for five out of the 10 years within higher education. And really what brought me to interior design, it's always been something that I have loved and had a passion for, but I never really pursued it. And even when I was a kid, I used to love watching uh, This Old House with Bob Vila and seeing the transformations that he would create. Um, I also, on Sunday mornings, I grew up in Massachusetts, and on Sunday mornings in Massachusetts, they had a real estate show called ISoldMyHouse.com. So where people would post their own houses to sell on TV. And I was always fascinated by looking in people's homes, but not in a creepy way. (laughs) So I've always had that passion inside of me, but I never (laughs) pursued it until um, about two years ago. I went through a series of personal events that led me to an epiphany of sorts and made me realize that my life is too short to not be doing what I truly love. So I walked away from my career in higher education. I took some classes at Manchester Community College and I started my business back in October of last year. So 2019? Yep, 2019. Ran. That's interesting. So 
you might you may have touched on it a little bit, but it's a big decision to go from you know career to working for yourself. So what kind of prompted that? Because like I said, it takes a lot of guts to be like, okay, never mind the nine to five. I'm going to do my own thing and mm-hmm. no safety net, no nothing. So how'd that go for you? Um, it's still a bumpy road. Um, I'm never going to say that it's smooth sailing. I think that what really personifies my journey, and I think the journey for a lot of small business owners is that gif of what success is, and people think it's that straight line up trajectory, and it's really not. It's just all of these zigzags and going in a number of different directions, and I think what really pushed me towards shifting into interior design was again, I went through a series of personal events. Um, I went through a couple of personal health crises and um, a close family friend passed away at a young age. He was 19. So it really helped me shape things and put things into a new perspective. Now, before all of those things happened, I never would have ever thought to take that huge of a risk. But again, it really emphasized to me that life is too short and you have to follow your passion and follow what you truly love. Yeah, that's really good. Ooh, that's another fun part. <laughs> we talked about this a little bit before. Um, so a lot of times interior design can be a thousand different things, right? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you were talking about watching Bob Vila recently. I've been watching a lot of like same type of remodels, but of like boats, and you know the tiny ah. house, the tiny house things out there also. So yes. there's a there's a so interior designing can be many many different things. So you want to talk about your flavor of it and <laughs> kind of how <laughs> you help your uh, your clients out. Really how I help my clients is I really empower them to make the decisions on what their stamp is going to be for their home. Many times they're paralyzed. Um, I call it like Pinterest paralysis where people want to gather ideas from Pinterest and there's so many that it completely paralyzes them in making any sort of decision on their home. So there's that piece of it. Um, But the other piece of what I do and what I love about what I do is that I really work with busy families to transform their homes into both beautiful and functional spaces that are going to grow as they grow. So you can think of it in two ways. Think of it from the standpoint of if they add additional kids or pets into the mix or more from the standpoint of that space that I helped design is going to be good for families with small children and then still function and work for them as those children grow up. Okay. Yeah. So I think that's something people don't consider when they get um, a house to begin with is it might just be, you know, a couple, but that could very, very quickly mm-hmm. become, you know, a pretty good sized family, you know? Exactly. So if you're not at least, thinking forward in that you can very quickly run out of rooms. <laughs> mm-hmm. Absolutely. <laughs> Interesting. So let's see. So you help them. Uh, I know you said you were kind of on the, 
on the budget side, to, mm -hmm. I don't know where this, because cheap isn't the right word. <laughs> no, it's, cheap isn't the right word. <clears throat> I think what I start with is what is already in their homes that yep. we can repurpose or reuse in some mm -hmm. way, shape or form, because there has to be some rhyme or reason to why they initially picked that coffee table or picked that sofa to begin with. There has to be, a, there has to be a story behind it. Yeah. And for me to just say, no, 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 we're going to wipe the slate clean and start from scratch. When in many cases there might be some attachment to that particular piece of art or piece of furniture. So yeah. really I want to start from there. So again, it's trying to be mindful of my client's budget and start with what they already have and making mm -hmm. those, those small tweaks to really help their space come together. Makes sense. Um, Cause I was just thinking, you know, like you said, you may have a coffee table that you really like, but over the years accumulated a bunch of other stuff along the way that doesn't really fit. So I could definitely see that. So instead of just scrapping the whole room mm -hmm. and which is typically what you see on most TV shows is they got the house and rebuilt it. I'm like, well, you don't really have that type of money typically. Nope. <laughs> or the, so, or the time for that, for that matter, because yeah. especially if you're furnishing a whole room and especially given COVID the delivery time and the turnaround time for certain pieces of furniture it's pretty extensive so yeah yeah i i can see that yeah <laughs> and like <laughs> you said it could be as simple as decluttering paint mm -hmm. and then yep. a couple of little things you can really really turn some stuff around i like that absolutely absolutely i tell my clients and i tell uh, people who follow me on social media that the quickest and easiest and most cost-effective way to transform a room is paint. And you can think of it in the traditional sense of painting your walls, but you can paint out your trim work, you can paint furniture, you can paint floors, you can paint just about anything. That's <laughs> great. <laughs> yeah. So let's talk a little bit about, because you mentioned COVID. Mm -hmm. Now that, that kind of throws a wrench in most most businesses it does <laughs> and since you started just last year mm -hmm. that's almost all you've ever known from business <laughs> yep pretty much <laughs> so how's that gone for shaping you know very shortly what you did before to what you're doing now looking forward it's actually almost a good thing is yeah. kind of plan now for the rest of your career when you don't have like 20 years of you know, built up processes from beforehand. Mm -hmm. So I think COVID has really shaped my business in really how can I shift what I do to working virtually? And it can be a little bit challenging, I will say that, simply because I'm not physically in a client's home taking measurements or taking before photos. I really have to rely on them to provide that information for me. But outside of that, it's easy to do a Zoom call or a FaceTime where that client is walking, 
picking me up, whether I'm on the laptop or on their phone and walk me around their space and show me what they have going on. So that piece hasn't really limited me in any way. And also by working virtually, I'm able to expand my clientele base. So being able to extend into further in Massachusetts or further in New England, it's a lot easier to do that virtually where I don't have to worry about driving hours upon hours to get to a client's home. I can easily meet with them virtually and get done what I need to get done. So that's what I see as the future of not only my business, but a lot of interior design, home staging, and those types of businesses is really shifting towards how can you provide services virtually because I don't see people getting comfortable with strangers coming into your home and working on your home happening anytime soon. Yeah. Yeah. As you said, it could be a while before Mm -hmm. I had a Comcast dude come over the other day and he's like standing at the doorway, like, has everyone here been quarantining? And I'm like, shut up, like get inside. Exactly. And some people are comfortable, but, you know, there are still some people that are hesitant to have Mm -hmm. anyone come into their home. And you have to be, as a professional, you have to be respectful of that. Yep, absolutely. And, uh, or, yes, so I'm saying you do or you don't, but you you, you limit your clientele if you don't. So, yeah, I I agree with you. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so that's interesting. And the greatest thing is, you know, in the age of the internet and virtual everything there's mm-hmm. tools for everything absolutely you know? so i could just see you know the future of interior designing and from just from what i've seen working and owning this business you know 3d like cameras and stuff mm-hmm. so you'd be like you can actually almost legitimately get what the house is going to look like on like a 3d model exactly and it's pretty cool like there's so many it is opportunities. really cool Actually, one of uh, my friends also based out of Merrimack, her business is working with real estate agents to take photos, but she can also do the 3D virtual reality tours of people's homes. So if you're looking to buy a home, you may not necessarily ever have to step foot in it. You could stay at home at the privacy of your home computer and go on that virtual tour, which is pretty cool. Yeah, that's really cool. That's there's also some dangers in that, but you know, <laughs> but, there are. Yeah, I mean, but there's a, there's risks in everything, so you just gotta mm-hmm. figure out what you want, you know. Yeah. But it is really cool what what can be done now, mm-hmm. and and then just taking that, you know, because typically that's a real estate thing, and then extrapolate that over everything. Yep, which is pretty cool. I like mm-hmm. I like that. <laughs> um, so what is the future for your company looking like? Because I know you're still fairly new and it had to do a radical change very quickly, even in the beginning. But what is your vision for everything moving forward? Oh, goodness. Moving forward, I, I see myself remaining primarily virtual. Again, just given the current climate that we're in, I don't see that all of a sudden snap of a finger, everything's back to what it was beforehand. So I see it remaining virtual. Um, I see myself really sticking to my current business model of really 
offering affordable options because again, given the current climate, people don't have the budget or the capability to do a complete overhaul to their home. So really providing that support to families that still want to be able to entertain or be able to show off their homes, but don't have necessarily the finances to do that complete gut job. So I don't see it changing all that much from what I'm doing right now. Um, if anything, being able to broaden and cast a wider net because I am able to offer my services virtually. That's pretty good. So for people that want to learn some more about you, where do they get a hold of you? They can get a hold of me. My website is www.friartuckdesignco.com um, or they can reach out to me via email. I'm at info at friartuckdesignco.com or they can check me out on Instagram at friartuckdesignco. Awesome. Thank you so much for joining me today. This has been fun. Yeah, this has been fun. Thank you so much for having me, Chris. Absolutely. So thank you everyone for watching. If you need help with interior designing, definitely reach out. Um, I'll link everything in the, in the description so you have access to all the social media and all that stuff. So everyone have a good day and we'll see you next time. Want more New Hampshire Business Show? Find us at iTunes, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, and www.nhbusinessshow.com.